This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Uh, on today on Twitter, students are using AI to write their essays, which raises a lot of questions. So this comes from a tweet that's gone uh, really quite viral, spread far and wide from Peter Young, who says kids are using AI to write essays and get, get straight A's. Uh, attached with the tweet was a screenshot of a post made by someone on Reddit with the username YourDadGirl69, um, who said, artificial intelligence allows me to get straight A's. I have been using this tool for quite some time and only recently came up with the idea to use it to write essays answer questions about movie and books for school projects and much more. I feel a little guilty about it, but I don't really care that much anymore. For a couple of weeks, I have made a $100 profit by doing homework for other classmates and now I'm looked at as a genius. What are your thoughts on this? Have you done it yourself? And yes, this post was rephrased by the AI. So that, I think, gives you some sense of the sophistication of the argument that AI can make, which is to say it sounds sophisticated and, and falls apart with a little bit of poking. But the language which really sounds like it could be written by a person. And that's coming through in uh, basically a lot of the tweets, which focus on whether or not, in some senses, this is just the way it's going to be from now on. So Decepticon Cobra says, hence why I still have my students use pencil, pen and paper on some assignments. If you never capitalize the start of your sentence and make other basic errors, then I'm going to going to be suspicious when you give me a college level essay, which I think is a great point, right? Like, if you're going to talk about AI being used in essays, there has to be some sort of comparison point to how you've written in the past. Surely it's not just going to be accepted as fact. Um, meanwhile, we have the Abby Rohde who says, it's one thing to utilise AI to assist you as long as you are still the one doing the work. It's a different beast altogether if you lean entirely on AI to do everything for you. Just like AI-generated art, I can't stand by this at all. You gain nothing by doing nothing. Um, and that point about AI art and artists is coming up also from Witchpins, who says, to apply the logic that AI artists use, why should someone else be able to get straight A's just because they're smarter than me and work harder? It's not my fault I can't write essays well. So this is a good use of this technology, actually. And then Jen Leonidas joins in that conversation saying, on the one hand, I agree. On the other, this is what people said when automated looms came out. Also, calculators. When was the last time you or I worked harder by doing longhand division when we have a phone in our pocket? Not since school required it, to be honest. And that comparison between a calculator and AI is interesting, right? Because I think there is something to be said for technology assisting you, but a calculator can't decide the sum that you're trying to compute or it can't work out the logic from the question turn it into a mathematical equation and compute it for you. So I think the distinction between something doing the work for you versus something being a tool to assist you is, is still important. Um, and then that led to a separate conversation about what it means to actually learn, right? Because, for example, uh, Lambda Duck says, remember that it is probably mostly paraphrased from something it's already seen. It's still super impressive, but it didn't come up with any of the arguments. It's more like an extremely sophisticated search engine that can paraphrase and combine results, to which Lexi says, isn't what you described just learning? A lot of my knowledge is, I read stuff and now I can paraphrase it, to which Lambda Duck responds, yes, that's true, but there's more to knowledge than that. This is more like memorizing facts than actually understanding them and drawing conclusions in new situations. So 
All of which to say, it's a thing now. And I imagine it's going to be a thing as we move forward, right? As AI just becomes more ever-present in our lives. So my question is pretty straightforward. I mean, would you use AI for school or for work when you have to write something? And does taking shortcuts affect the way we learn? You can call 7733-2900, send us a voice note or a WhatsApp at 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Bodacious, fabulous minds. BFM. 89.9. And we've been spending this hour talking about two things. Uh, one, about AI in the when it comes to doing homework and writing essays and the fact that it's something that is increasingly common. And the question really was, would you use AI for school or for work? You can call WhatsApp, uh, send us a voice note, tweet us. If we go back, though, to AI and homework and work... We've got a number of thoughts coming in. Um, Whitehouse says, I use AI to write performance <laughs> appraisals uh, with a winky emoji, which I assume is a joke. Um, although, because it would mean, right, that if you use AI to write performance appraisals because it's so dependent on history and it's so dependent on how what they can glean from what you've done in the past. I assume that a person who got a positive review would always get a positive review and the person who got a negative review would just keep getting a negative review as well. Lee Jun, though, says AI doing homework is equivalent of having someone do your homework for you. You don't learn anything. So in future, colleges and universities who are screening entrance essays will have to be on the alert in case candidates use AI to produce a winning essay. Lee Jun, a good point. And one that was raised earlier as well, that if teachers can't tell the difference that maybe you know, that's partly the problem with the whole system too. Mizi says, we shouldn't cry nor grumble when employers prefer to purchase AI systems to replace human staff. It looks like some of us think it's smart to undermine the relevance of our future generation or in the very least make getting employed even more difficult. So the argument here, right, is that if you're smart enough to use AI, maybe you've earned the A. Now, I don't agree with that, but that is a point that was being made repeatedly in the Twitter thread that it's not so much the work that you did to to get the A, it's more that you managed to outsmart or outwit the person giving you the grade. And Mizi, I think the assumption here is that in a in an employment setting, it would still be the same. I, I don't buy that entirely, but that's the other side of the argument. Uh, meanwhile, Anil says, using AI to help you once in a while is still okay, but using it always is basically cheating yourself. So you have to ask yourself, it's our worth, it's your choice which I think is a good note to end on. Uh, but keep those thoughts coming, whether it is about would you use AI in school or at work? And also, what do you make of a fund for local films focusing on patriotism and unity? And what sort of locally produced films do you want to see more of? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or a WhatsApp, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Meanwhile, after the six o'clock news today, it's, it's an interesting story, I think. We're going to be talking about retirement because there have been two separate headlines and developments about it recently. One is that SOXO is maybe, um, you know, they're looking into transforming it into a pension scheme. The other is that EPF said, if you plan to retire in KL in 20 to 30 years, you may need to have about a million ringgit saved up. So we want to hear from you. Are you worried about having enough for retirement? Do you earn enough at the moment to save for it? Let us know. Keep it here. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.